Hello and welcome to Happy Days Are Here Again, the only podcast that knows the true meaning of the phrase, sit on it. Sit on it! My name is Aaron, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about Happy Days Season 1, Episode 5, Hardware Jungle, aired on February 12th, 1974, and who is here with me here, as always, to discuss Happy Days. It's me, Christopher. Uh, I just got out of the hardware store. <laughs> It was kind of a thing, so I hope this episode can help me avoid that in the future. I hope so, too. Doing some research at the hardware store what for What kind of pod? wrenches do you have here? <laughs> How small are your radios? Just screaming at the clerk. Have you seen the Happy Days episode about a hardware store? Remember when Richie was on the ladder? <laughs> As they're taking you away, yeah. shoving you into a police car. <laughs> Please, I have to know. <laughs> this episode written by... Two men, Frank Buxton and Michael Leeson. <laughs> I just can't believe these episodes have like two to three writers each. See, I because in the the past ones that have had multiple writers, they've been teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are not teams. And in fact, they only, uh, <laughs> each of them wrote a handful more Happy Days episodes, but none of them together. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. Frank Buxton wrote two more episodes. <laughs> Season two's Going to Chicago and season three's Howard's 45th Fiasco. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but he wrote those solo. Uh, he died in 2018. Wow. Uh, didn't do a lot of writing after this. He transitioned into acting. He has, like, bit parts in a lot of, like, random movies. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's in o- He's in Overboard. Oh. He's, like, um, when they go to that lodge... He's like one of the guys in the background, like the Elks Lodge, or I don't remember what they call it, but it's okay. like the club he yeah. belongs to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in uh, Beaches as a doctor. <laughs> so a Gary Marshall guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Then he uh, transitioned into being a voice actor and was like a bunch of uh, like secondary voices on the Garfield cartoon. <laughs> All of them. Voice. Oh, okay. The original Garfield cartoon and the newer one that I think is still on, but oh. he is dead, so he's not on it anymore. But wow. he... Let's get an AI version He got of in voice. with Jim Davis, I guess, and he was like, <laughs> we gotta keep this guy around. And he never... You know, he's, he's he stuck... He, he was tight with the Garfield family up until his death. But yeah, not a lot of writing credits really yeah. before or after. He just <laughs> he was a real fixer. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but Michael Leeson. Yeah. We got a real legend on our hands, folks. Okay. <laughs> and perhaps not for the best reason. He, he wrote three more Happy Days episodes, uh, including one called Great Expectations. Hmm. Which is about in season one, we'll get to it, but it's about like beatniks coming to their house or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they wrote one in uh, a couple more in season two, including a, one called Richie's Car, which is again like, oh we, didn't we just God. get through with the car episode? Well, it's the 50s, man. <laughs> People love cars then. Well, I looked at the synopsis and it's about like they accidentally get like a drag racing car on accident or something. <laughs> Whoops. So, so it's combining two episodes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, after that, he wrote a few uh, TV movies, whatever, until 1984 comes around. He co-created The Cosby Show. Oh, no. 
He did? Yeah, he did. Wow. And he's won like six Emmys for writing on the Cosby show. So he well. was there. He was there through he's he was yeah. there through the whole run the of the whole. Cosby show. And he wrote the screenplay for The War of the Roses. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a pretty okay, uh okay. he wrote the screenplay for that as well as the um the awful Gary Shandling movie, What Planet Are You From? Where uh, he plays like an alien or something. I never saw that, but I remember that VHS cover vividly. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he did that and the Jackie Chan comedy, The Tuxedo. <laughs> I never saw that one either. And that movie with uh, Tim Robbins, IQ, where like Albert Einstein is played by Walter Matthau <laughs> oh and he's like a matchmaker. <laughs> Once again, a classic VHS cover. Which all, they all sound like sitcom plots. Oh, yes. So, you know, you, you knew what you were getting with Michael Leeson. <laughs> Co-creator <laughs> of the Cosby Show. That's right. He um, was there. Who also died in 2018. So hmm. no longer with us, but a very wealthy man up until the end. I'm sure, just based on Cosby residuals alone. Yeah. I guess he died right before that gravy train stopped. <laughs> <laughs> wow. R.I.P. <laughs> R. 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 Yeah, right. Maybe he made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was killed. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, directed by Jerry Paris. Here he is. No need to guy. go into that. You yeah. know, we've, we've gone into it many times. But uh, yeah, Jerry <laughs> Paris bringing his usual flair to this episode. Yeah, it opens with a real nice shot. Mm-hmm. It's like this nice zoom in on this waitress getting the food from the from the the, the cooks, and a slow zoom out as she like crosses the uh, the floor of Arnold's and uh, hands the tray of food to Moose. As we've said on the show multiple times, it's this first season is so much more ambitious than it has yeah. uh, than it needs to be, or <laughs> probably should be. <laughs> yeah, um, scale it back, please. But yeah, I did note that after the last episodes. Um, you know, Moose got his little moment of dignity at the end in this first episode. They're yanking that dignity right out of his hands. He's done. Yeah, they're pranking him Ugh. first thing in the episode, and it's a pretty big laugh. Yeah. So after they steal Moose's dignity, Richie enters. <laughs> can't get served by the waitress, probably because you know, I mean, Moose ate, was you know he had a whole like, tray of it's food. like three burgers, two milkshakes. <laughs> Plate of fries. fries. Yeah. Yeah. He's ready for a good time. But uh, Richie can't get served, but he sits down with Potsy and, and Ralph, and they're they're talking about uh, what, who's going to take who to the dance. Uh-oh. Hey, Rich, guess who I'm taking to the rock and roll show? Who? It's a toss-up between Godzilla and Rex the Wonder Horse. Uh, well, I just invited Gloria Hofstetter. Oh, that's great, Potsy. Hey, how'd you ever get a date with Gloria? Last time she went out with you was for a fire drill. It's a snap when you have a friend like Rich. You see, Rich is going steady with Arlene, and Arlene's Gloria's best friend. I told her we'd double, and, uh... There's only one problem. I might not be taking Arlene now. Rich, don't tell me that. Couldn't get tickets. They were all sold out. Oh, listen, I'd like to have a, uh... Man, some friend you are. What? It would have been an all-star lineup. Chuck Berry, the Mellow Kings, Gloria Hofstetter, and me. It's not my fault. Hey, I heard Fonzie has two tickets he's trying to sell. Hey, crazy, where is he, the garage? Nah, he said he had something good to write on the bathroom wall. Come on, Rich. Hey, first dibs if it's a phone number. 
Bit of a half-hearted laugh there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, when they when when Ralph oh, Mouth says, you know, uh, uh, it's a choice between Godzilla <laughs> and Rex the Wonder Hearts. I mean, I don't think Godzilla needs any. Uh, explanation, oh, but Rex the Wonder Horse <laughs> I thought was maybe a made-up thing. Right. But I uh, did look it up, and that horse has quite a Wikipedia <laughs> page. page. Um, with a silent film star, si- this guy. Silent film legend, Rex yeah. the Wonder Horse, a.k.a. Rex the King of the Wild Horses, <laughs> uh, who uh, appeared in various film serials between you know 1924 and 1938. <laughs> And lived, you know, surprisingly lived like a pretty uh, full life. Died at like 27. Ah, well, he's the gravy chain over here. Yeah, retired out to like a ranch in SoCal and (laughs) lived out the rest of his days. They put him out this stud. (laughs) Pretty much. But some of the the names of these, of the films. (laughs) Plunging Hoofs. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) Hoof Beats of Vengeance. No, that's good. (laughs) The Devil's Horse. So he was, you know, he's a pretty wild horse. His last movie was King of the Sierras. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rex the Wonder Rex. Horse. Apparently, Ralph Malf is the only person in Milwaukee watching yeah. because they don't seem to react to that. You know, nobody's really <laughs> laughing at it. They probably air on like early TV, early in the like AM. You know, and no one's watching TV. <laughs> yeah, Ralph's no. up. <laughs> Ralph's up watching Rex the Wonder Horse serials. <laughs> he just can't wait for next week. What's gonna happen to Rex? But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. That uh, <laughs> it's a very obscure reference, I would imagine, in 1974. Like, who's gonna yeah, remember who... Rex the Wonder Horse? They no. cannot be playing that kind of stuff. No, even then, it would have been too. That would have been totally tossed in the trash by the 70s. I mean, as it should be. It was not <laughs> meant to live on. <laughs> a movie about a devil horse is not meant to have a second life. No, they're a hundred years old. These movies, <laughs> absolutely. God. But yeah, uh, they go. They gotta go see Fonzie. Who? <laughs> what, what's his? Uh, what was his, his thing on the wall? Life is just a bowl of pits. <laughs> Soul of a poet. Oh, you gotta love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's Fonzie got to complain about? He's just. It's more of a. It's not about him. Oh. It's just about everyone. He's oh, he is philosophical. <laughs> right, That's what yeah. you're saying. Okay, yeah, no, it's uh, it's he's Nietzschean over it's here. It's about it's about the just the situation they're finding themselves in in 1957. <laughs> Don't these kids yeah. know life is meaningless? <laughs> yeah, I'll write exactly. a little something for him on this bathroom wall. <laughs> That's why he dropped out of school. You know, he's what's he's, the point? He's done. He's absolutely <laughs> done. But uh, yeah, Richie and Potsy go to talk to Fonzie, and that's the next clip. Oh, hey, Fonz. Oh, hey, that's crazy. Yeah, hey, uh, we heard you have some tickets to the rock and roll show. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. But I already sold them to Iggy Wilson. Oh, I know, Ben. Well, hey, Rich, we're buddies. I'll see what I can do about getting another pair. I dig doing the impossible. <laughs> Great. How much? Six bucks. Oh, six bucks. I don't know if I can raise that kind of money. Well, like Doris Day says... Okay, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> Duck tailing for you, Corvette. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna have to ask my father for the money. And no sweat. Just tell him it's the biggest bash ever staged in this town. They'll be dancing in the aisles and a million classy chicks. It'll be a blast. And... You're right. Better tell him you need it for school. God. Potsy sucks. <laughs> I, I just love those like weird chuckles he gives for see, too long. There's like a, a couple seconds of just Potsy 
going. <laughs> <laughs> after he does the, uh, after Fonzie gives his first ever A. That's right. It's right there. A very quiet, very quiet. You know, not uh, auspicious beginning. That's right. It's incubating. Uh, yeah. So. Oh yeah. It's. Can you imagine the energy on set? <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> did he say something? <laughs> he did. And when I watched it, when Gary Marshall mo- must have watched that back, stop the, the tape. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching dailies at like the on the Paramount lot, and that scene comes up. You got to imagine he's losing Absolutely. his mind. Well. Preview for the next episode. He says it twice. I know. So get ready. <laughs> so yeah, a major moment in Happy Days history. <laughs> the first ever A. Um, and just a general, you know, continuing Fonzie's increased presence in these episodes, oh, yeah. even early on. Like comparing this to he's like a ticket scalper now. Yeah. Like, well, what? he's got to make some kind of scratch. You know, the automotive industry's not doing it for him. He yeah. Well. Well, we'll get to that weird scene later. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. But first, Richie goes home to ask Tom Bosley if he can have some money. Uh, six bucks was a lot back then. Six bucks was a lot back then. I did actually look it up, use the old inflation calculator. <laughs> it surprised me. Six bucks equal to $63.24 in today's money. That's a lot. That of, is a lot. That's a lot of dough. I wouldn't ask my dad for that now. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> But I guess they're seeing Chuck Berry, so. Well, come on, the Mellow Kings, of course. <laughs> For Chuck? Something wrong with the ceiling, Dad? No, I have a sore throat and I was just holding some honey on it. I had an uncle who could hold five walnuts in his mouth. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know, but he never had a sore throat. Fonzie, if you don't mind, I'm really not up to hearing about your family problems. <laughs> yeah, um, well... I better get going. Hope you feel better, Mr. C. Thank you, Fonzie. Good luck, Rich. Yeah, thanks. You want something, Richard? Oh, what makes you say that, Dad? Well, Fonzie wished you luck. Now, what is it you need for me that requires luck, eh? Well, um... Would you like some honey? Oh, no. No, no, thanks. Um, you see, Dad, I have this date tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... What are you doing, Marion? When I was a little girl and had a sore throat, my grandma Bruna would put a wool sock around my neck and give me brandy and warm water. You know, I knew your grandmother was a very strange lady, but I did not know she was also a lush. Now, why don't you go upstairs and rest and I'll fix the brandy and water. Yeah, I feel like hitting the hay a little early. Oh, Dad. Oh, Richard, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. How much do you need? Well, uh, six dollars. How much? You can consider it an advance on my allowance. Oh, I will. Let me see now. This brings your advance up to around the year 1959. Thanks, Dad. I'll be home for dinner, Mom. All right. Look, honey, would you make that a double brandy? One to forget my sore throat and one to forget this sock around my neck. (laughs) Oh! Whoops! Grandma Bruno was right, though. Nice hot sock. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I'd never seen that before. Is that a true thing? I don't know. Did you ever get the hot sock? No, not the hot sock. <laughs> Please. It burns. Never heard of the hot sock, but. No, I'm sure the brandy's pretty good, though. Yeah. Oh, he loves that. <laughs> Can you make it a double? 
And, you know, as we learned in one of the previous episodes, Marion is a bit of a lush. You know, she's <laughs> dancing the Charleston in orthopedic yeah. shoes. Apparently it runs in the family, maybe? Wow. Uh-oh. Gosh. Watch out, Joni. Yeah. Chuck? Maybe that's where <laughs> Chuck went. Yeah. He died in the gutter. <laughs> Chuck is mentioned later, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, Tom Bosley, he's got some, he's got some uh, throat problems. Yeah. He's not feeling so great. And you know what's not making it better? <laughs> Potsy. This little Potsy wiener kid. <laughs> he really is the millhouse of the he, of the show. He has so much disdain. The fact that they have him say, I don't want to hear about your family problems, and yeah. it's like dead serious. <laughs> yeah, he hates him. <laughs> and Potsy just leaves. As he should. Yeah. He knows his place. But uh, but I like when uh, when Richie does ask him for the money and he's just he just whips out his wallet like how much do you need? It reminds me of like when <laughs> yeah. when Bart asks Homer for the uh, for the money to buy the itchy and scratchy cell and he just <laughs> gives him a hundred dollars or whatever how much it is. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he Six goes bucks. Gosh. He goes back to so Richie does get go to uh, the um, the auto yard. Yeah. <laughs> And I found this scene very strange. So he gets the tickets from Fonzie. Fonzie's working on a car that says Just Married. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused what he's working on in it, just making the car okay. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So he says it's a rush job, right? Yeah. I That's why it. he kind of cuts Richie off. And the, the, the groom comes in and he's like, Hot to trot, huh? Yeah. So my thing is maybe it's like a shotgun wedding and they have to have this car finished. Okay. So that they can drive away. That's why it's a rush. See, I could tell that the groom was sweating. He was a, he was a real nervous fella. Yeah. And it felt like there was a line cut or so, like something was cut out of it. Yeah. Because he doesn't say a word, does he? No. He Fo- oh, Fonzie talks at him. I, re- I, I, like, I rewound it because I was like, did I miss him saying something? And I, no. No. Not he at just all. doesn't say anything. I just expected him to say, because he says, you know, congratulations. Uh, uh, something. Yeah, it, it was very strange. I, I expected him to say, like, wedding's off or something like that. You right. Because he was, he was sweating. <laughs> but, yeah, there's nothing, and then there's no laugh. It's just Fonzie, and he gives his immortal line. Hot to trot, huh? <laughs> and you got to love that. <laughs> I feel like Gary Marshall is just like, okay, we, we got to cut the gag, but we can't cut Fonzie. No, you can't cut People a like single frame of Fonzie. Are you kidding? <laughs> Who cares if the scene doesn't make sense? People are just laughing because Fonzie's there. It's the 50s. It doesn't have to make sense. It's so long ago. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, then Richie goes home. There's some trouble. And uh, Tom Bosley's got to go to the hospital. But that's right. The doctor's at the house first, making a house call. Yeah. Do house calls even exist anymore? No, it's the opposite. <laughs> they they zoom in now. Oh well, that's true. Now, <laughs> yes. But yeah, he goes to the. He's got a house call. He's working the whole block. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> he's got croup down the down the down the street. <laughs> Look, I refuse to go to the hospital. There's nothing to get upset about, Howard. Lots of people have their tonsils out. Yeah, you going to the hospital? Not necessarily. I can get you into the hospital tomorrow morning, and you'll have your tonsils out by 6 that afternoon. Even the laundry can't give you that kind of service on your shirts. You think about it. Leave a message with my nurse. I've got a case of croup down the block. (laughs) I can't wait to tell them about that sock around your neck. (laughs) It always worked for Grandma Bruner. 
Now look, Marion, we just can't rush into things like this. There's, there's a lot to consider. I mean, who's going to take care of the hardware store? You know, Mr. Fenster's on vacation. You could call Chuck. Oh, he's got an out-of-town basketball game. Then I'm sure Richard wouldn't mind keeping an eye on it for the day, right, Richard? This Saturday? Yes. I hate to close up on Saturday. It's usually my busiest day. Last week I was there till 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock at night. Did you have plans, dear? No. No, I can take care of it, Dad. If you're sick, I want to help out. See? There's nothing to worry about. Richard can be the man of the family on Saturday. But there's something I have to take care of down at Arnold's. I'll be right back. Wow. Yeah. This whole plot could have been easily resolved. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like, don't understand. If all Richie has to do is very easily explain what's happening. Yeah. Just makes uh, it's this a whole idiot plot. It yeah. makes this whole like middle section just total filler. Yeah. Oh man. Because even then, in the scene where he asks for the money, he says, I have a dance tonight. Right. But then the next day, when he has the tickets and the doctor comes, he's like, Oh, it's Saturday. So it's like <laughs> the time is all off. It doesn't make any sense because he just has to say, Oh, that money you gave me, that was for this day. Yeah, Leeson was holding his A scripts for Cosby. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's filed them away in a in a in a drawer. It's been a well, rainy day uh -oh. when Cosby came to town. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's very it's very stupid. And then, but we do get more scenes of Fonzie, which everybody That's loves. True. Yeah, of course, <laughs> which everybody loves, uh, including this next one where he. Uh, breaks in on his office. Yeah, the first reference to his office. Yeah, don't you knock before you come into a man's office? <laughs> well, I'm sorry to bother you, but listen, about these tickets. Hey, I, it's okay, man. You don't have to keep on thanking me. It's all right. I know, but I was wondering if I could get a refund. A refund? I ain't no department store. Something came up. I hate to disappoint Arlene. Yeah, and I hate to give back money. <laughs> My father got sick, and I can't go. Listen, I promise I won't bother you anymore. I hope you know uh, how much you're upsetting my finances, not to mention Debbie here. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Debbie. Th thanks a million. <laughs> Don't you got any manners at all? Oh, gee, didn't I say thanks? You left the door to my office open. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, gee, didn't I say thanks? Oh, gee, didn't I say thanks? <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> but the shot of Richie in this scene is incredible because it's, like, it's like looking up at him and there's like out-of-focus lights. It's the most like American graffiti-esque moment in the yeah. series so far. It looked, it looked way better than almost any other thing in the show. Yeah, the whole scene looked pretty good. It's yeah. like ni nice nighttime stuff the, yeah. when he comes in and Ralph's telling those terrible jokes. Oh, and everybody's man. loving it. And People the, can't get enough of it. And it's the girl from the other episode that they uh, took to the dance and the car and the lemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Trudy. Yes. Yeah. So Ralph's moving in. I think so. They're getting along. They're like a double team over here of vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, they got a little bit going on. <laughs> But yeah, Fonzie's uh, Fonzie's office was his. Was the bathroom not his office in an earlier episode? I swear there was a reference. Did they say it then? I like, mean, eventually that is his official office. Okay, they're still workshopping. <laughs> yeah, they're still. They they like the idea of saying something of his office, and it's clearly not right. That's the yeah, joke. They like. That. Do you get it? <laughs> they, they like that. 
Oh, gee, didn't I say thanks? Uh, and Richie. Gosh. He is a real jerk. He's a little weenie kid. But too. yeah, <laughs> this again just goes into the idiot plot nature of this episode where like the scene just doesn't have to exist because Fonzie Man. just, you know. Here it is. Here's the money. And he has it perfectly ready, too. Here's your six bucks rolled up. Yeah. Be like, I mean, if somebody gave me today $63, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't give it back so easily. Yeah. After. Like, no way, man. All sales are final. Yeah. Come on. Talk to Chuck Berry. And also, couldn't he have just sold them to any, like, it's the hottest ticket in town? Yeah. Wh- Sell them at a markup, Richie. This is your opportunity. <laughs> Richie the Scalper. That's a, <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're going to need three writers for that one. <laughs> it took two writers to write this? <laughs> no. They're just, yeah, they're just sitting in a room bouncing ideas. What was the guy's name? Other. Buxton? <laughs> yeah, Frank Buxton. <laughs> he's, the, he's like, I can pad this out. Well, he had barely written before this, so. It shows. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> shows. I think he had worked on, like, I Dream of Genie for, like, an episode oh, before God. or something. One of those types of shows. Yeah. All these guys also wrote for like All in the Family for like one or two scripts. Yeah. Well, at least All in the Family is not like plot driven. <laughs> That's this. true. This is the, it's too much plot. <laughs> this, like, yeah. It's too like, complicated. Yeah, diagram. There should only be one scene where he gives them back and then he takes them away. Yeah. And then it's too. It's too much. In the next scene, uh, Tom Bosley is preparing to go to the hospital, and the stupidity of the plot continues. <laughs> Are you coming with us, dear? Well, I was just going to make a phone call, but I can do it at the hospital. i got to break a date. Oh, what date? Well, I was going to take Arlene to the rock and roll show tonight. Another cultural evening. <laughs> Why are you breaking it? Because I have to work tonight. Dad, you said you usually stay at the store until 9 o'clock on Saturdays. That's your dad. He likes to stay late. You don't have to. Does he have to miss the show, Howard? You can close the store at 5 o'clock. Oh, that's great. That's awful. That's a very good impersonation of Jekyll and Hyde. I'll wait in the car. All right, did you pack my shot? <laughs> What's the matter, Richard? I gave my tickets back to Fonzie. Well, just ask Fonzie to give them back to you. Oh, my God. Sort of like asking Khrushchev to give back Poland. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not. He gives them back with minimum fuss. Yeah, it takes seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing he to Fonzie. He, in fact, Fonzie. gives him a discount the second <laughs> he gets time. gets it cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's God. It's so stupid. But, yeah, we do. Well, you, he does reference Khrushchev and yeah. Poland, which, which I Yeah, oh, about. gosh, yeah. So in 56, there was uh, a bit of a, a revolution in Poland. Yeah. They, uh, they didn't want to be controlled so harshly. So uh, Khrushchev came in and uh, made it all better. There was going to be conflict, but he thawed them out. So So much like this episode, it wasn't that hard. (laughs) It wasn't. They did it in a couple of months. They got, Poland got to elect their guy and Khrushchev was uh, doing whatever he was doing. (laughs) Richie is just so off base on this whole episode. Yeah, he read one newspaper article and he's like, this is like my life. He read the headline. That's all he... Yeah. But now we do get a new set. Thank God. Which, you know... In Happy Days world. You gotta cherish those when they come up. (laughs) The hardware store set, which, uh, you know, even has the nice little Cunningham hardware lettering on the window. (laughs) It's real cute. Um, But Potsy has found Fonzie. After uh, After much searching... They could Richie just, was searching everywhere. There's so much legwork in this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, nothing happens. 
Absolutely it's for something nothing. called a rock and roll show. Hey, Chuck Berry's performing. That's true. I mean, if Chuck was performing now, I'd go. $63 or not. <laughs> That'd be a bargain. <laughs> hey, Rich, I found him. Oh, Fonzie. Gee, am I glad to see you. Yeah, sure, you're glad. But Debbie ain't so glad to sit in that phone booth. Oh, well, I'll apologize to Debbie. Hey, I hear you want to play musical chairs again with these tickets. Yeah, I'd like to buy them back again. You see, it's really important. Arlene has her heart set on going to this thing. And Gloria won't go if Arlene doesn't go. And Arlene told me... Hey, 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 I don't need true confessions here. I already sold the tickets. But I happen to have another pair. Hey, we're all set. That's terrific. How can I ever repay you? Well, you could start by giving me the money. Oh, yeah, well, sure. Uh, okay, six dollars. Great. Hey, that's rough, Rich. Now you don't have popcorn money. What? Never let it be said that Fonzie interfered with puppy love. Hey. Arlene's really going to be happy about this. Yeah, so will Gloria. Hey, me and dear Abby spend our time making little hearts. Glad. <laughs> oh, Fonzie. I just so happen to have an extra pair. It's one of the stupidest scenes in Happy Days so far. <laughs> it makes no sense. Why Why even have the line where he says he sold them? If you're just going to... The next sentence I he says them. is, I got another pair. <laughs> There's no dramatic tension about it. No. They're the, just padding it out. The episode should have been <laughs> him... That should have happened, like, way earlier, and then the rest of the episode yeah. is him trying to get tickets somehow. Right. Like, it's just a total it's a total mishandling of the episode. Or you could do, like, uh, he's going to close the store early, but there's a customer who won't leave or something yeah, like that. Something. Something <laughs> else could have happened because they spend, like, no time in the hardware store. <laughs> no, they don't. They spend and more time going to Fonzie to get these tickets. I got to say, who... Goes to a Chuck Berry concert and is just eating popcorn in the audience. I'll have one popcorn, please. <laughs> Only Richie Cunningham. <laughs> uh, no butter, no salt. This fucking opie-ass <laughs> motherfucker just sitting there. He's playing Maybelline and <laughs> Richie's just he's eating popcorn. He's picking the kernels out of his teeth. He's <laughs> yeah. like, this is pretty good now. Yeah, he's a real wallflower just eating popcorn. <laughs> Absolute loser. Chuck Berry's doing his damn duck walk. And oh, this is his prime. Yeah. Oh, come God. on. It'd be amazing. But Richie's just thinking about popcorn. And also, how does popcorn cost a dollar? Well, he's got to buy it for everybody. Oh, that's true. It's probably like Potsy. 20. Oh, he's definitely paying for popcorn. It's going to be like a nickel at that time. You're not going to have any popcorn money, <laughs> For <Rich>. me? <laughs> Where's my popcorn? Come on. And Fonzie just gives him like the world's biggest break for no reason. Yeah. Like Fonzie is out money <laughs> because Richie needs popcorn. And he's he has had to work three times to get these tickets than what he what he what he originally would have done. So he's yeah. working harder and making less. The question is, how in demand are these tickets that Fonzie could get, like, three hot tickets <laughs> within the span of a few hours? Yeah, and, like, <laughs> Potsy and Rich can't do anything. They're like, I don't know. It was sold out. We, feel, we looked everywhere. Fonzie's, like, the guy uh, in that Simpsons episode that just buys all the tickets at the very beginning of the thing. <laughs> he's got all the tickets. Everybody just goes to Fonzie to buy them. Well... Um, that would be why he could sell them at a discount, I guess. I mean, is $6 the discount? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, what are the confusing. original prices? Yeah, of what's these the tickets? sticker price on. on these tickets? Come on. What's the original value? 
Fonzie is on Seat Geek, just scalping <laughs> tickets. He's, he's so good. But the trot, huh? Yeah, he, he certainly is. Yeah, and he's not even going. He's he doesn't better, have to go. He's got better things to do. Yeah. He's got something to write on the bathroom wall, probably. Yeah, oh, totally. He's seen Chuck before many times. Oh, know. yeah, he, he saw him it. early. He had a private show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Richie and Potsy, you know, too stupid to live. And uh, <laughs> they lock they lock themselves God. they lock themselves in the hardware store in the yeah in the only door in the only question door. mark again well we'll get into it after the clip come on Rich let's cut I told the girls we'd be the go right oh now we're shaking I just got locked and then we are gonna see the best show of our lives look I just gotta find the key there it is oh wait a minute I gotta turn the lights off oh Patsy the door. What? Oh, the door, it's locked. Open it. It's kind of tough when the keys are on the outside. I don't understand. No, see, you have to have the key to unlock it, even from the inside. I still don't understand. We can't get out. That I understand. You got a spare set of keys? Oh, sure, there's got to be a spare set around here somewhere. I'll call my dad. He'd hey, know. Great, great. Hurry up. I don't want to miss the start of the concert. Right, right. I heard that's when Chuck Berry does his best hopping. What <laughs> <laughs> in there? We'll pick it up. Hello? Richard, where are you? Yeah, hi, Mom. Can I talk to Dad for a second? Well, I'm not sure that you should talk to him now. He's resting. Is that Richard? Yes, dear. Let me talk to him. Probably call to see if I'm all right. Richard. Dad, you know the front door to the store? Well, it's locked. Oh, that's a good boy. Now that you got everything locked up, you can go and enjoy the rock and roll. No, see, Dad, uh, you don't understand. Your father can't talk to you. He suddenly decided to take a nap. He'll be able to talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the concert. Well? They can't help us. My dad's asleep and my mom's busy worrying. Yeah, stupid mom worrying over here. It's just God. such a stupid scene. <laughs> Potsy has to become like a real duh duh huh? <laughs> for this scene to even make any amount of sense. <laughs> yeah, he says what after the door closes. What do you mean? <laughs> but I do love Tom Bosley's... Uh, now you can go to the rock and roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, talking about the timeline of this episode and how it makes yeah. no sense. Earlier, the doctor said, we'll have you up by six. See, He said he could close the thing at five. It's like the bare bones premise <laughs> of this episode is like very straightforward, right? Yeah. There's a rock and roll show. They had to get a ticket. They had to watch the hardware store. They get locked in. Yeah. That's okay. Gotcha. But... They complicate it in, like, the stupidest ways constantly. Yes. And they invite so many questions by, Just by hardware putting, store? putting things in the dialogue about the timeline, and that makes no sense. No. So they're just inviting you to hate this thing <laughs> and find it very annoying. But I don't even understand, really, how Richie breaks the window. Like, Oh, yeah, of may, course. <laughs> he's on a ladder, and he's trying to unscrew the chain off the, like, the top window. Yeah. 
and then he somehow kicks the Whoa. window. Whoa! He, he starts swaying, and Potsy, the idiot, can't hold him still on the ladder. His one job—it's like a three-step ladder, too. It's not. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. We're not talking about anything super complicated. Man, so they're locked in the hardware store. They can't find the extra set of keys. There apparently is no back door or, or any like other door, loading dock, or I, I don't know. Everything goes through the front door only in this place. <laughs> yeah, you would think there'd be the back door to it. Where like they get the alley? Or come on, something. the paint. They they everything has to come in here. I don't. I don't Nothing. Get it. I love too when he was he's he's trying to unscrew the thing and the <laughs> the chain off of the upper yeah. window, and he's like. Potsy, you got to go find a screwdriver. You're in a hardware store. Go find it. I don't know where it's at. It's, it's going to be right behind you. I guarantee it. <laughs> You're in a hardware store. Well, to Potsy's credit, he does find one, which it's is true. pretty good for him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Especially in this scene where he is, <laughs> he's got like a 50 IQ in this scene. It's so well, he's pretty crazy. excited for Chuck. He's got his, you know, his rock and roll brains going. That's true. He's not thinking about anything else. He's ready to hop. <laughs> oh, he's hopping. He's hop. ready to hop. <laughs> but unfortunately, Richie can't go. And yeah. It's sad. But it does lead to one of the best shots so far oh, in Happy Days. Man, I love this shot. There's a after Potsy leaves, who gives a Potsy gives like a half-hearted attempt to stay and be a good friend. <laughs> no, no, no. It's right before he leaves. That's the shot. It is? Oh yeah. I oh the very end. We get the two shots. Sorry. Oh. We're talking about two different shots here. My oh. my favorite shot is from outside the hardware store after oh. the window is broken. Yeah. And Richie is just staring at it. And Potsy gives him this, like, forlorn look. <laughs> he just can't believe it. It's so, like, moody. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. With the uh, framed in the broken <laughs> yeah. window. Yeah. It looks like a stalker or something. Like, yeah. they're in the zone. <laughs> I'm talking about after after Potsy leaves. Yeah, and, okay, uh, yeah. And Potsy gives his half-hearted attempt. Uh, You're still my best friend. friend. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got two girls. To... Yeah. Oh. I just hope that Richie gave Potsy the popcorn money. <laughs> Or else Take this too. Or not. But uh, yeah, there's this. There's a nice crane shot of Richie being lonely at the oh, at the man. register because <laughs> the glass guy is at the rock. That's show. That's right, <laughs> Mr. Phelps. Uh, everyone's at the rock and roll show except for little old Richie. Yep. It's it's very it's yeah. Very upsetting. It's a great shot. It just cranes up and up and up, and there he is, sadly listening to that music on his little transistor radio. Yeah. <laughs> And then it and then it all gets wrapped up very uh, quickly. Oh, now they're now they got no time to waste over here. They're back at the hospital, and I couldn't really tell if this was like a few hours from this point or the next day, two days later. Yeah, time is a real nebulous thing. It's here. very unclear because he was only supposed to be at the hospital for like eight hours. Right. That's what the doctor. You know, the on a Saturday. Was, right. We'll get you in. We'll get you out. <laughs> She said it's more uh, efficient than his dry cleaning, for God's sake. Come on. Clearly, it's not. He's had to spend the whole weekend at this goddamn hospital getting yeah. his tonsils taken out. But him and Richie have a heart-to-heart. <laughs> I guess Mom told you all about last night, huh? She mentioned it. I appreciate what you did, Richard. I- I'm sorry about the window. Well, that I didn't appreciate. But you showed real responsibility staying in the store like that. Missing your concert, and I respect you for it. Well, I'm sorry I missed the concert, but uh, I'm glad you're feeling better now. Thanks. 
Look, you better get out of here before the head nurse finds you. Last person she caught here after hours ended up on the critical list. Okay. Take care, Dad. That's very sweet. That's nice. He yeah. respects his own son, finally. God. <laughs> you didn't abandon our sole source of income. Good for you, son. <laughs> I only got to feed five people with this. <laughs> and yeah, it is the next day. So he's been yeah. at the hospital for much longer than anticipated. It's very upsetting. Yeah. And I was surprised you don't. we don't get a scene of Potsy... Uh, after the show. Right. Like, telling like, Richie what he, he missed. Chuck did this, and uh, the Miller ep- King sang that. Every other episode we've watched has had that, where it's been like like the... <laughs> they got a recap what's like happened. There's like a pre-credit scene where it's been a recap of what happened. <laughs> so I was a bit surprised at that. Overall, this is one of the sloppiest episodes of yeah. Happy Days. This one doesn't hold up under scrutiny. <laughs> See, uh, I agree, but I still liked it. I like. I guess I like the bare-bones premise of it. And the, not necessarily the execution all the way through, but when it's sweet, it's very sweet. I like the ending. Yeah. It's good. You know, Bosley, he's always putting in, oh, putting in his A game. I love fried foods. Yeah, he has to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hospital scenes with him are, 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 are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but the convoluted nature of the Richie, yeah. Potsy, You gotta Ponzi let it plot. slide past you. you yeah, know? it's gotta slide right off the smooth brain. <laughs> it's very uh, a frustrating watch, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, Bosley, always good. And he delivers. And you know? it's got the first A in Happy Days history, so that's it's right. got, that's gotta be worth something. But overall, not one of my favorite episodes <laughs> so far. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's that's... Hardware jungle. Hardware. And what a jungle it was. Yes, indeed. And we'll be back next week with season one, episode six, The Deadly Dares. Ooh. <laughs>